think the last time we had Jimmy Johnson, the Freak Nation, I was still having difficulty spelling his damn name, man, whether it's a Y or an I-E. Regardless, it is a Jimmy with an I-E. And you know what's bonkers to me, Jimmy? We've been doing this for 22 years, but I've never seen so much crazy love for a dude that grabbed a top five in an IndyCar race. I mean, nice guys don't finish last, and sometimes they don't finish first. They finish fifth. You've got so much love from the drivers, this track, the PR. It's bonkers, man. It's been a been a very cool experience. Right. Um, the the IndyCar paddock has been uh, been so welcoming, and um, I, I've I've had a lot of friends in this arena before ever coming over. Um, this was the original dream for me as a kid growing up was to race in the IndyCar series and maintain a lot of friendships through the years. So I feel like I have a lot of old friends and some new friends, and and certainly um, it's a very respectful environment, and I'm very thankful for what everybody has said today. It was interesting, Jenna Fryer just asked you in the media center, do you regret not racing ovals last year? And you had to really think about it. It's like, we can't look back. We got to look forward. And you had fun today. And yeah. now this is your forward. Yeah, what, I guess my pause largely came due to the fact, the question that was before that mm -hmm. about will the oval racing help my road course program? And if <laughs> I have a marked improvement on the road courses, um, then I'm going to really kick myself because, you know, w when you think about the corners, yes, the ovals are bigger and faster and longer radius turn, but you're on the edge and can really sense and feel what the car is capable of. And that's the problem I'm having on the road and street courses. They're mm -hmm. tiny little compact corners. The track's constantly changing. You only get 45 minutes of practice. The tires got to come up to temp before they ever work. Like and you get, I mean, honestly, you probably get six to eight quality laps before qualifying starts because you have warm-up laps on the tire. You have red flags, all this stuff going on. So anyway, it's been a long journey. And if the ovals really help me feel better in the car on the street and road courses, I'm going to wish that I did it. Other than that, no, I have no regrets. Um, this has been a great journey. Um, I, I honestly, we grew my friendship and relationship with Tony Canon, you know, a hundred times over mm -hmm. being teammates and sharing the car oh, with each other last year. Uh, so in the, in, you know, the team itself and, and all the learnings that I've had, um, I, I don't think I'll have any regrets. No, no, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. But look at you. This was a really hard-fought race out there, and you climbing through the field was spectacular. Like we were just talking about, the fans were going nuts for you. You haven't dropped a, an inch of sweat. I'm, it wasn't as hard as I expected. <clears throat> the street road courses are, are very, very physical. Um, but this race, the, you know, summer's not here yet, so that was... Mm -hmm. That was helpful, but um, great day in the car. Felt good physically. Um, the grip strength required in these cars without power steering. I mean, I'm not going to be able to pick anything up tomorrow. I mean, I'm already having some forearm cramps from it, so that, that's a, a different animal than what I'm used to. <laughs> well, what's worse, having some wicked cramps in your knuckles the next day after an oval like this, or Detroit where you're just blistered up like crazy? Yeah, both are no fun. The blisters <laughs> are worse because it takes so much longer to recover from them. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I'm, I know people have already asked you, but I just don't have the freaking answer. How much comparison in your cup car to this Indy car running here at Texas? Very little. I'd say <clears throat> there's probably a 10 to 20% crossover. Wow. Mm. And, and it's really the fami familiarity of the track and the line. Um, and at, at about midway through the race, I got used to this car on this track. And then I was able to open my mind up and think about a line that I've I found in the cup car through through turns one and two and how to work the bumps in three and four, where to place the car in the air. Like things started to come to me. I felt like my experience really showed up. Or I, I was able to utilize and use my experience about halfway through the race today. And has anyone shared with you that this is going to be a great jumping off point for Indy or like, Jimmy, don't 
forget everything you learned at this track because this isn't the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, it, it is far different, but I, I think the racecraft and the way you use your tools in the race car mm -hmm. here does apply. Um, and in qualifying, we didn't get to make the mock qualifying run that we wanted to, so I didn't get to use all the tools that I needed to in qualifying, and we ended up 18th. Um, you know, I'll have more time, and I'll be able to work through that experience and utilize that in Indy coming up. So, uh, you know... It, it's amazing how little time you have to learn and grow in these cars. And there are so many tools. It's, it's unbelievable how much you can really adjust the car during the course of a, a run. Did Chip set a, a bar for you at this race? Not personally, no. So rolling into his freaking meeting room with a five spot at chess is going to be a Chip. <laughs> Told me it felt like a win on pit lane, so Whoa. I'll take that. Yeah. <clears throat> and your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's not a win. Um, but it, it feels <laughs> there <that> <laughs> it feels really good. <laughs> it really feels good and satisfying. And I heard you ask your daughters before you really got into pit lane. Uh, you guys were doing no, maybe it wasn't pit lane. You were doing part of your documentary and for Carvana, and you said, "Okay, where do you guys think I'm going to finish today?" And one of your daughters had a finger up, and I didn't hear what they said though. What did they, what were their predictions? Um, one wanted me to win, and the other just wanted me to have fun. That's, and was that Lydia? That was Lydia. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Yeah, they're she's both great. They're both, yeah. <laughs> Lydia's unfiltered, uh, much more Johnson. Mm. And then um, my oldest, Evie, is much like your mom, Johnson. much more on the Janway conservative side. <laughs> you wouldn't want it any other way. And, no. speak, and no. speaking of, uh, you probably haven't really heard a word we said. You still haven't seen your wife since? Yeah, let's let him go. Have you? No, I haven't. Not since the race has been over. No. And she was just calling before we started the interview. She's like, where are you? <laughs> Honey, just because we work together doesn't mean everybody else has the same well, relationship. Listen, every time you roll in, it's awesome. Yes. It is awesome. Thank Congratulations you. on this. This is badass. It is. You know, and it feels so good. <laughs> it does. And I appreciate your, your support. It's hard to believe 22 years. And yeah. I think I've, I've been on your show for at least 20 of the 22. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super cool. I think the first time we met was in a limousine yes. after and at the Bush at the Bush uh -huh. banquet. banquet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in, uh, in Hollywood. In LA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a rough night. <laughs> Well, it was Jeff Green's uh, championship yes, party. Yes, yeah. yes, Who else I met that night that's still a great friend of mine is Marty Smith from ESPN. Oh, oh no he was, way. he was out that night. But he was, was he doing like with TNT or NASCAR? It was NASCAR.com at the right? time, and we all went to bed so late. <laughs> right. And I had an early morning interview that my team owners at the time were really impressed that I do this important interview. Right. And I got up and went to the interview early in the morning. Terrible. I went room and Marty and I made eye contact. So he would come to uh, Crane, Wisconsin, and a lot of the big off-road truck races back right. in the day. Yeah, that's so bad. Small world. See Let's there? get you back in an off-road truck. Well, that's for later. You I'm need to go supposed see to be doing that now, but now I'm Indy car racing. Oh, so oops. yeah, <laughs> it'll come. Yeah. Jimmy, Next. thanks for doing thanks. this, man. All right, see let's get the hell out of here, man. Jimmy's got to go see his dang wife. Yeah. Incredible, Jimmy Johnson, and Crasher. I mentioned it in the interview. It's the love that the public, the media, marketing. PR people have for this guy. He's not. He's you not. didn't mention the fans that were screaming for him today outside Texas Motor Speedway. You did just, in the interview. Or yeah, yeah, it's just everybody loves him. Some Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Uh, anytime. Okay. Almost anytime we've asked him to cover the Freak Nation, he's been here. And you just you admire a cat like that, where arguably the greatest NASCAR Cup driver ever, if you're going to measure it with race wins and championships. That's Jimmy Johnson. But goes out, didn't win the race, didn't get a top five. Like I said in the interview, it was actually uh, sixth. Sixth. No big deal. But it's as if he won the Indy freaking 500. <laughs>
man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah. All sports need something like that. So, yeah, Jimmy Johnson here in the Freak Nation could be happier for him. And, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was truth, man. He came in here before he went and saw his beautiful wife and family after the race. Well, he came in here and she called him on the cell phone. <laughs> and he's like, one more interview. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oops, yeah, that'd be us. Sorry. That's the freaks. We, that's, eh, just, sorry. that's just things that we, we do. We like to do.